you know, and then I, I would feel guilty because your initial reaction to the whole thing, well, if I were to be a mom, how can I be a mom if I can't protect the one thing I'm supposed to protect? Right. Yeah. One friend of mine was like, oh, you'll have other kids. Oh. I mean, what makes you think that this, like, this one didn't matter somehow? Parenting isn't easy. It's challenging and frustrating, but it's also rewarding and inspiring. We just need a few reminders. Parents, dads, mamas, you're not alone. I'm Bernie Rosquitas. And I'm Emmerich Haro. We are the tired but inspired moms, and you're listening to the Faith and Family Podcast, a Christian family community that aims to promote Christian values for every phase of your family life. You know, losing a loved one, it, it isn't easy. I know I recently lost my mom last October, and, and the grief can be uh, quite honestly, I, I mean, I have no words for it. It just, it leaves you numb. And you find yourself in this space of trying not to question why, and you want to crawl in a hole, but you can't. And reality is that you have no other option but to move forward painfully without the one you lost. And you have to allow time to help you heal. I lost my dad when I turned 21. It was something that happened suddenly. So it, I wasn't able to prepare myself for it. But honestly, I don't know how I would have prepared myself if I had a clue that it would have happened anyway. Life immediately after his passing was difficult. Um, it was sad and awkward. My friends would tippy-toe around me because they didn't know how to support me. And I would tippy-toe around my mom because I didn't know how to support her. So what's the best way to support someone who's just lost a loved one? So today, May Peralta will be joining us on this podcast. She lost her baby girl at 24 weeks due to complications. She lost her girl on November 25th, 2013. But today, she is blessed with one daughter, Hope, and a pair of some amazing <laughs> twins, Sam and Lily. But she's still healing from that loss, and that's absolutely understandable. It takes time and prayer and some encouragement. Please stick around to the end of the podcast because Brother Jeff DeGia will tell us what the Bible has to say about grief and what we should have hope in. May is on with us to talk about the best way to support someone who has a miscarriage or has experienced loss. Hello, Miss May. How are you? Hi. Hi. Hi, moms. Thank you for having me. Well, glad to have you here. So, May, I, I know you got three kids, girl. Yes, I do. Yes, girl. <laughs> a, a work from home husband and a dog to take care of. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, just saying that I'm already tired. What's that like? Walk, <laughs> walk us through your walk us through your day, if if, if any day. Um, let me give you an example of the day. I, um, I would wake up in the morning, get my daughter Hope ready for school. And even though her school is only in front of the laptop at home, it <laughs> takes her literally like 20 minutes to get up and get dressed. Mm -hmm. um, I know that. <laughs> and then from there, I just kind of start looking at my laundry to be folded, to be put away or to be started. <laughs> so that's a never ending story um i'll get breakfast started for the kids and for the husband and then from there i'll just kind of do my daily chores 
you know, hopefully like uh, insert a walk with a dog because sometimes I need to get out of the house. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I did some panic buying of some baked goods. So I got a lot of flour I got to do, go, go through. <laughs> Is that where all that went? It's all yeah. at your house. So, <laughs> so, so while I'm doing some kind of meal prepping, I'm going to insert some kind of baked goods somehow because I got to get through Ooh. all that flour. Man, it's time for a nap yeah. already. <laughs> right. And, and along with that, I help Hope the oldest with her homework and try to get the twins to at least practice to pretend that we're going to school. Oh. So they're not just playing around the whole day. And to add to all this chaos, everybody, May's whole family recently tested positive for COVID. But yes, thankfully, everyone is okay, right? Everyone we is are okay. good. Thank you, by and the has, grace of God. Yes, and is fully recovered. This is awesome. So I'm, I'm glad to hear everybody's okay. We are. Thank you. So your life sounds very eventful, busy, loud, a bit chaotic, um, but overall sounds very blessed. Um, But life wasn't always like that in uh, 2013 when you lost your baby because of complications. How did you cope with losing Adeline Faith? um, Honestly, it's been a few years, but I do find myself trying to trying to make sense of it all still. You know, then I I would feel guilty because your initial reaction to the whole thing, well, if I were to be a mom, how can I be a mom if I can't protect the one thing I'm supposed to protect? Right, yeah. And then, you know, I felt guilty because then, you know, my thoughts would go to, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not supposed to have children. Maybe this is... God's way of telling me I'm not supposed to have children. How how were like, you know, the people around you, friends, uh, you know, your community? Like how? Right. Um, to be honest with you, I know it was difficult for them to try to figure out what to say to me. Yeah. And how yeah. to act around me. Yeah. And I don't want to seem ungrateful, but mm-hmm. almost all of them, like, kind of said the wrong thing to me, and I mm-hmm. kind of almost felt immediately. And knew immediately that I, I, I myself had to kind of take the situation into my own hands and almost kind of put myself in a situation where I had to show them I was okay when I still wasn't because I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to continue this whole, are you okay? What yeah, can right. I do for you? The truth is you couldn't, nobody right. really couldn't. And uh, no, what was what were some of the things they would say that would like um, sting, you know, would, when they would say, I'm sorry, you know, and right. um, try to make you, you look yeah. at the bright side? Right. Because, you know, people don't know always what to say, uh-huh. but sometimes I think the things that they say are just like, it's definitely not what you wanted yeah. to hear. It wasn't like, like one one friend of mine was like, oh, you'll have other kids. Oh. And hmm. I was like, okay, I'm not, like, you, you have no reaction to that because you're yeah. just like, you're my friend. Why would you say that to me? Yeah. Right. Like, right. what makes you think, I mean, what makes you think that the positive, the positive of like, oh, I'll have other kids like this, like this one didn't matter somehow. And um, don't grieve for too long. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I haven't even grieved yet. I'm still trying to 
process. Yeah, process everything that has happened. And at the same time, I have to put up a front with everyone just because it's easier for me to show you I'm okay when I'm really not because I because of, you know, comments like that. So it was just okay. So it's as if you had to think of them. Yes. Honestly, like, let me just let me be. Right. I mean, if there was anything else, you know, just let me be because this I know this feeling, this sadness isn't going to take forever. But I just need to know that this sadness is okay for me to feel. Did you have anyone in your community, um, in your group of friends or family that did say the right thing or did do or did the right thing? One of my my uh, good friends, best friend, she was my best friend at work. She just went, you know, you know, just she always said, your faith is what's going to take you through it. Let it take you through it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she she was wow. so understanding. And there were times where, you know, there are you just can't say anything. So, you know, like on days after work, she'll just be like, you want to go to Starbucks? Or, mm-hmm. you know what, let's go to let's go to our Disneyland. Let's go to Costco, <laughs> you know, just, you know, just yes. to kind of, you know, kind of get back into what everyday life was like again. Yeah. Or and like a little bit of a distraction. <laughs> yes. At least for that time. Yes. To not to remind me that I'm not this I'm not this sad yeah. person all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was for a very long time. But she helped me through that. Uh, so I, I'm I'm taking notes. You know, it's like <laughs> you, you just got to be there. And like, you don't have to bring it up. You don't yeah. have mm-hmm. to be like positive. You yeah. just have to be like, let's just hang out. Like, um, give a sense of normal. Mm-hmm. And if, if that person is willing to cry or talk about it, you don't even have to say anything. You just have to just let them know I'm here. I'm not judging you. I'm not telling you it's going to be one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I'm just here for whatever yeah. you need. And she and she didn't say any of that. She, her way was like, do you want to go to Costco? Yeah. Do you know it wasn't one of those, hey girl. Yeah. I feel like you need some time. She just yeah, yeah, right? went about it normally. Not yeah. even like, saying, you're going to get through this. You don't exactly. even have to say that. Okay. Yes. Because it almost seemed like if anybody were to say that to me, they're they're already putting that timeline. They set you up. Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So uh, that's how that's that how means- I t- that's how I took it. Like if somebody mm-hmm. asks, if somebody you know asks you or tells you that, it's like you're already putting me in this position where I need to force myself to feel a certain way just because you need to you need me to tell you I'm okay, but uh, I'm not. Right. Yeah. See that that brings so much like that makes so much sense. Yes, it does. It does. That makes so much sense. And I'm really glad that you're sharing that. Even though like I don't know, it's hard to elaborate those thoughts, you know? Yep. You're doing yep. a really great job of elaborating it for us. And you know what's awesome is that singing in the back <laughs> that would make Oh man. No, I know that's you know what? We need some of that ever so oh, often. Man. Yes. Especially on a Tuesday. You know <laughs> what? We need right. some of that precious little baby singing. I appreciate that. That joy he's, uh, that joy. he's experiencing, like, lets us feel I feel it too. all the way from here, so I appreciate that. 
<laughs> well, I I really appreciate what you're sharing with us. Yes. You know, it's 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 you you're 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 sharing something that's it's difficult to talk about, but it's part of the healing process. I hope. You know, I I know I appreciate yes. it. And and they say time heals, but but nobody, nobody says how much time. It's it's difficult. But the world does move on. And God has surprised you in so many ways. Since Adeline, you've been pregnant twice. You gave birth to a baby girl, Hope. And then tell us about your second pregnancy. <laughs> well, that's still up for debate if I was present or not for that. <laughs> but um um, honestly, I, 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 I just remember I found out I was pregnant again and I'm like, oh, wow. So at, at exactly 20 weeks, you know, I have a ultrasound schedule to check, you know, for the gender and, you know, just, you know, all of, you know, just a checkup. So me and my husband were there at the ultrasound text office, all ready to go belly all gelled up and you know she does her initial scan and you know she's scanning she's scanning and she kind of mentions this in a way as if I forgot to tell her or I didn't you know I just forgot to mention it to her she goes oh so you're having twins (gasps) and I and and I go what no and and she looks at me and I look at her and she goes you're you're you know you're you're having twins Wow. And I go, what? <laughs> so for the third time, I think she kind of got it. And she oh. kind of mentioned again. And she says, you're having twins. And my third and last what was what <laughs> surprised her. And she kind of got it. So she kind of, you know, read the room finally. And, <laughs> and. And, you know, she she said, okay, oh, okay, okay, like, okay, honey, um, you know, let me give you some time. Uh, would you like a cup of water? And I just thought to myself, I need more than a cup of water, but. You need to get my doctor on the phone. I That's- need, I, like, I need you to get me whatever you think you, I need right now. But if water, tank. if water is it, then please get me a cup of water. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she leaves the room and I look at my husband and he's smirking. <laughs> He is smirking. Are so good at that. And it, it was just, yeah, and another situation of you're just like, you could wow. not have written this any better mm-hmm. because the complete yeah. shock, but then at the same time, the complete awe of it. Like, right. Yeah, right. Uh, you, like, I mean, with the first pregnancy, I had doctors telling me, you're never going to be able to conceive again. Wow. What an interesting story. Like um from like beginning to end, like going around to all this. Right. And I, I know like you went through a lot of grief and it was difficult. And still, you know, it it's still somewhat difficult. But and then like hearing people trying to like cheer you up, putting you on their timeline. I, I loved the advice you gave, but I can't help but just like notice and realize the amazing mm-hmm. blessings in your life, you know, um, just a, a house full of 
laundry, laughs, meltdowns, uh, music in the background, you know, all that background noise. Uh, it's, those are like evidence of all of those blessings um, and love in your life. So I just want to say thank you so much for sharing this story because it just has brightened my day. I, I'll be honest, Absolutely. I wasn't having the best day today, but like just hearing your story yes. took me on a roller coaster of emotions. Yes. is leaving me on a high, you know, on yes. a high note. <laughs> Such yes. is my life. <laughs> Listening to your son just sing about whatever in the background. Awesome. Uh, loving that. Um, but um, really, uh, the education I got today from sharing the best way to help someone grieve, I I don't know that. Like, I'm guilty of those things that we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier, you know, trying to put someone on my timeline or trying to, like, mm-hmm. just, you know, tell them it's going to be okay, you know, without really thinking of how that affects that person. So the the tips you gave us today are so helpful um, in helping us love each other better. You know what I mean? Um, so thank you for that. I, I agree. And even though you experienced all that pain, we can truly see abs- and hear how blessed <laughs> you are. Yes. It'll just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to take time with everything it's just it'll just take time and you know girl we're we're here for you i hope you know that yes. and, oh, and thank, you. thank you again for for sharing your story so i we appreciate that thank, thank you, you so much thank you may thank you now let's hear some advice coming from the bible about how we should look at grief with minister of the gospel brother jeff DeGia. experiencing the loss of a loved one is devastating And while time heals the pain, so do the words from the Bible. What does the Bible say about grief and how can we overcome this type of pain? We'll read Lamentations chapter 3, verses 28 to 33, 25 and 26. When life is heavy and hard to take, go off by yourself. Enter the silence. Bow in prayer. Don't ask questions. Wait for hope to appear. Don't run from trouble. Take it full face. The worst is never the worst. Why? Because the master won't ever walk out and fail to return. If he works severely, he also works tenderly. His stockpiles of loyal love are immense. He takes no pleasure in making life hard, in throwing roadblocks in the way. God proves to be good to the man who passionately waits to the woman who diligently seeks. It's a good thing to quietly hope, quietly hope for help from God. Experiencing grief is something that can really happen to us. In as much as we are not perfect or absolute beings, we have many limitations. However, according to the Bible, when we go through grief, we shouldn't remain in grief forever. What's the proof? The Bible says, when life is heavy and hard to take, go off by yourself. Enter the silence. Bow in prayer. So in dealing with grief, if we want to overcome it, an important initial step is to calm down and pray. Talk to God. We can always count on the facts that, number one, God does not take pleasure in making life hard for us. Number two, that His love is immense. And number three, that if He works severely, He also works tenderly. Therefore, even if God may have allowed us to go through trouble or grief, we can count on God to also be the one to help us overcome it. If we're going through something, then all the more 
we need to worship. All the more we need to look for God because He's the only one who can help us and save us. No one else can outdo God in giving us the joy, peace, and comfort that we need as we sojourn through this life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Faith and Family Podcast. I'm Brother Jeff DeGia, and I hope you all stay safe. <music>